Uh, here we go, yo. Uh, here we go, yo. Uh, here we go. Go, go, go. Hey. Oh. Alimentaz. Oh, right. How you doing? What is that? Alimentaz. What was that? What is that? I can't do it. It sounds like you need a horse. (laughs) What is that? Is that a how you do it? Allen and Taz. Allen and Taz. Allen and Taz. What is that? (laughs) Allen Allen and Taz. Are you trying to sneeze? Allen and (laughs) Taz. Kazoom tight, babe. Kazoom tight. I'm not trying to sneeze. Allen and Taz. What is that? (laughs) Who are you trying to scare? Who are you trying to scare? That's how you sound. Alan and Ty. See? Alan, what do you do? Alan and Ty. Alan and Ty. Does your throat hurt? It looks like your throat is doing gymnastics. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't judge me. Anyways. <sighs> Hola, como estas? Bonjour. Spanish and French. Yes. Are you? you Spanish do? for you, French for me. Don't put Spanish on me. You took it. For three years and don't know a word. Well, you should at least know what hola, como estas is. Yes, hello, how are you doing? Exactly. Were you asking me? No, I was talking oh. to our guests in Japan. Wow. So you <laughs> speak in Spanish and French to our listeners in Japan. Yes! You never know. They be speaking like seven, eighteen different languages. This has been an amazing episode already. <laughs> a minute and 58 seconds in. <laughs> And no one knows what the heck we're going to talk about today. <laughs> well, we were just doing the intro, and and now we're probably about to talk about what we're going to talk about. See, that was your <laughs> cue to go ahead and talk about what we're supposed to be talking about. Don't do me like that. What are you talking? Now, what are you, you talking to say, about? You try to set me up for failure. That's what it be. You be trying to set me up for failure, and for- I don't appreciate it. What is for failure? For failure. What, what, you sound like. <laughs> What is for failure? Leave my slang alone. So anyway, what, what is for failure? Leave. It sounds like one of those dishes you see in a food magazine that costs a thousand dollars, but there's only like an ounce of meat on the plate. Why here's are you a, so extra? Here's a for failure. A for failure. Are you done? For failure. Are you finished? Uh, are you spitting on me? <laughs> are you kidding me? It's All just these spreading ev- love. No, it ain't. It's spreading germs. Anyway, coronavirus. Eh, wow. Ooh, y'all can sponsor. No, <laughs> they ain't sponsoring nothing over her. Anyways, just put it in plastic. Stop. <laughs> that was loud. Okay, y'all probably heard me. Hit, Hit me. me. Domestic <laughs> violence. It's not. Call. This is a not. cry for help. Whatever. If she kills me. Anyways, moving on. So hi everybody. It's y'all. So this next episode we you call are it loud. you are loud sorry i have to talk over your stupidity and ghetto anyways i'm not ghetto <laughs> you want me to be ghetto i could be ghetto Ow. you see that switch anyways it wasn't even a switch it was like a cross dissolve <laughs> <laughs> cross dissolve just so smooth <laughs> i ain't professionally ghetto <laughs> uh. That's what you did. Sorry, go ahead. So today's show is called Generation Gap. This generation gap is pretty much talking about, I mean, it's pretty much self-explanatory. It's talking about the gap between, I'm just going to call y'all old and young. Seasoned. All right, be nice, whatever. Um, Generation Xers, baby boomers. Yes, Y'all. Slaves. Okay, now. I don't know what the... Stop. No. I don't know what the generations were called before. No, no, Anyways, so... That's better than old. No. Excuse me? Excuse you. (laughs) Okay. For failure. All right. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) to continue... (laughs) Um, we're just talking about the gap between those generations. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason why we're talking about this today because we we discuss it a, a lot all the time when it has to do with you know 
church and have to deal with just society in the business world and things of that nature. Corporate America. In general. So. Oh, so you mean like the army. Moving on. (laughs) So. (laughs) So stupid. Anyway, so. um, No, we're just expressing how we personally feel like at times we feel like the seasoned people don't give us youngins a chance. Um, mm. And even the even so, they also just feel like they feel obligated to feel, or rightfully so, to be in the position at the end. Um, and they don't think that their time is up. So they don't want to give us, you know, the teaching um, methods in order for us to be in their shoes when their time is up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's... It's all of that. And then with the young people, it gets to the point where sometimes we want to have that next level. But then we give up because the old people don't give us the chance, like how I just stated. The older generations. Quit calling them old people. Seasoned. Whatever. I mean, they know their age, bruh. Anyway, so. Do you see that? Cross dissolved. (laughs) She was just talking so pleasantly. You know, because they don't want to give us the time of day. Bruh. Bruh. Little body on the blitzack. So everybody knows that I am from Chicago, and I cannot help my slang or my accent. She or is literally like that. punching her hand right now, <laughs> as if I'm offending her. No, it's just how I talk. So, anyways, so on <laughs> these cat nails, just trying to take ew, out people's eyes. Ew, 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 You never talked about my nails before. Ever since I, I got my nails done off for my birthday, but just ever since I got my nails mm. done, now you want to sit up here and talk about them. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. See that? That's cool. a that's a threat. No, it ain't a threat. Don't y'all listen to this. <laughs> it's like not it's a cute. threat. Like it's cute. It's like it's not she, a threat. Oh, she's being the bigger person and squashing the issue. No, she is threatening oh me. My gosh. It's when a black woman says it's cool, it's cool. That means it ain't. It ain't. All right, then learn and be quiet. I'm, so anyway, I'm scared and I'm don't crying be scared. for help. No, don't be crying. He don't need no help, y'all. He's fine. He's fine. That he's is fine. That is exactly how wardens moving talk on. about prisoners. Shun. So <laughs> moving on, um, and then us young folks, millennials, um, Generation X, Z, whatever, um, we kind of just, I guess, kind of go our separate ways. Even though I personally feel like. It's our generation now. We're the type that needs to now start thinking about starting businesses. We need to try try to be the ones to try to build the stepping stones and, you know, the big shoes to fill for the next generation to come in and step into our shoes. So we see that, but the seasoned people, um, I personally feel like, doesn't see that right now. And I don't know if it's that they don't want to open up their eyes to see it or if they feel like, they're kind of around the wrong type of millennials or young generation um, to the point where they don't see, I guess, quote unquote, a future um, within them that they kind of want or are yearning for, which is why they don't kind of, you know, want to teach them anything. Um, But that's just my kind of side of it. I mean, but that's the whole basis of what we're talking about today. I kind of pretty much just kind of took the floor. Alan's going to start talking here shortly of course um but that's what the whole basis of the conversation would be on this show today well now that i can have some rec time out of my cell oh my gosh are you freaking kidding me look you hear this violence you hear this violence there's no violence this is why we can't do a video podcast Why? You would incriminate yourself. No, I would not. Yes, you would. No, I would not. Nobody knows I'm over here suffering with a black eye right oh now. Oh my gosh. Hear the really? punch? Did you hear the punch? <laughs> and she thinks it's funny. People see you every single day. There's no way. No way, sir. And you don't like makeup, so. Wow. 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 But yes, we are talking about generational gaps, like Taz just said. She pretty much did our whole episode in the first nine minutes, so what else is there to talk about, babe? I mean, we can still go back and forth and talk about it. Okay, cool. So, (laughs) the first point of emphasis that takes place in this conversation, this debate, this generational gap fiasco Mm -hmm. is, what do you think the... Quit looking at my notes, please. You're making me nervous. What do you think? Ew, ew, <laughs> ew, ew. 
What? Bro, we a team. We talking about the same thing. What does team stand for? Alan. No, that's my name. No. What does team stand for? <laughs> How are you going to... I'm going to answer it with an individual when I said team. You know what team stands for? No, babe. What does it stand for? Please educate me. I'm so slow. Rude. Y'all don't understand the rudeness. Go ahead. And that's my... What's the definition, babe? Together, everyone achieves more. All right. Thank you for letting me know. Did you know that? Yes, I did, bro. Why I'm not dumb. Why did you say that then, bro? Because you always like to point me out to me. You look stupid. So and let me go ahead and, let, and let, let you have a moment, babe. I don't need moments. You obviously do. Because oh. you be interrupting me. Shout out Moments uh, Nightclub. They got some good chicken. Because they're owned by the people that own Retro. And Retro Lounge got some good chicken. Y'all can sponsor the Alan and Taz podcast for for for. All right. Anyways, I'm not trying to make you look dumb. Rosie's has good chicken, too. Okay. <clears throat> oh, the Omar's Road? Yes. I don't know if it's touching retro. Well, I never had theirs. Mm. But Rosie's chicken is really good. Even though I can barely eat y'all's because it's made in peanut oil, and Ew. I'm allergic to peanuts, but you can what? barely taste it. Well, I'm allergic to walnuts, but I just exclude everything that's cooked in peanuts just in case. You're immature and childish. I'm not doing that. Revert nothing. back to your notes. Sir. Okay, okay. <laughs> this has been the sidetrack section. All right. So, the first point of emphasis um, is the older generation's view and expectation from the younger generations. I believe. Uh, the media plays a big role in this more than the experience that the older generations get to have with the younger generations. Hmm. So that's just, that's how society operates anyway. And that, cause that works with, you know, when it comes to gender equality, racial equality, you might as well throw generational equality right in there too. Um, because I believe the stereotypical view of a younger generation is, oh, these young people don't know nothing. They wasn't raised right. They babies raising babies. They uh, don't want to go to school. They don't want to work. They they or they think they know everything and ain't done nothing. Ain't experienced life. Blase, blase, boom, boom, patoom. <laughs> All right. Um, so I am on here. For the record, and if you don't know by now, I don't apologize. So here we go. Let the record show that I feel like that is not the majority of the millennial generation or the generation behind us, Generation Z, and then behind them, Generation Who Knows. All right, so... Go ahead. So, um, it's just about the experiences that you have had with those that fit those stereotypes. And I still think that that is the minority, mm. you know. And I think young, older people expect younger people to make mistakes, to be, you know, mess ups and to ruin their lives. Um but I just would like to go back and see how the generation before them felt about them. You know, right. is that something that's carried on or do you want to take the opportunity that you have to change up, you know, what, how you were treated? Cause like you hear me say all the time, you were, you always, you always teach the way that you were taught mm -hmm. and you always you know, seem to adapt, you know, different lifestyles and different life practices around you based off of, you know, how you were raised in the environment that you were in. So if you were always told as a young person by older people that, oh, you don't know nothing, oh, you ain't lived life yet, oh, 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 that seems to be the old person saying, <laughs> oh, oh, 
oh, every time an old person says, oh, you might as well turn the other way. <laughs> there ain't no good news coming after that. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I definitely think it has a lot to do with how they were raised because with each, of course, generation has been a, di- a different type of struggle. Mm-hmm. So within those generations, which is our parents and so forth, um, their struggle was completely different from what our struggle is going to be. Yeah. So they probably was butchered into the brain of like, hey, go to college. We never had this chance or opportunity to go to college. You know, mm-hmm. colleges wasn't accepting of of any, well, we're African-American, of any of African-American and things Not of that we. nature. Anyways, <laughs> um, so I definitely think that it was butchered into um, the generation for people to get an education in order mm-hmm. for you to have the correct career in life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just not for African-Americans. That's just for people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, for those generations, which is our parents, um, when they were raised that way, they feel like, oh, our children need to be raised that way as well. We need to go to and get an education. We need to have that, you know, perfect set in stone career in order to make good money and things of that nature. When really, I mean, what's going to happen when some of these businesses go out of business and things of that nature? They, they never really taught us to build a business of our own, mm-hmm. which is what now the millennials are doing. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> millennials are doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like our generation is the biggest generation of creating businesses. Mm-hmm. I feel like we are the type to create jobs and to carry on a legacy. So, I don't know. That's that's weird to me. Um when it comes to terms of like separating the generations every time I think about it, because even going back to our parents' parents, their struggle was different. Not, you know, not knowing God knows what they went through. Um, and then that's probably why, I mean, that's probably why literally why it's carried down that way. So yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. And then to go with the educational tip is because our parents, parents generation who would be like 120 now, um, <laughs> Don't make me laugh. This is a very serious conversation. Yes, Cass. babe. Serious. You, you see, you just over there giggling. Ser- no, serious. Right, serious. Yes. So serious. Serious. Like the Joker. Why so serious? All right. Batman. First of all, Batman is the worst superhero of all. Stop. Time. No, he's not. Batman sucks. No, he doesn't. All generations of Batman. <laughs> oh my god. Suck from nineteen fifty. To 2020. Yeah, a lot of people that's going to come and fight you. Fight me. <laughs> hit me. Hit me. <laughs> Just to let y'all know, y'all hit him. Y'all hitting me. So. Because she already hits me enough. All anyway, right. But no, on the educational side, like our parents, parents, parents didn't have access to education. Like they went to school until they, you know, only had a sixth grade education, but were mm-hmm. able to, you know, start farms or start a family. And that's why they were saying, it's probably instilled in them, like, yes, you need to go get an education. I only mm-hmm. made it to the sixth grade. Can you at least make it to the ninth? Right. Oh, I only made it to the ninth. You think you can graduate? You know? Yeah, and, so, and this hmm. is a lot of generations now where, um, this is a lot of generations now where um, majority of people in their family are just now graduating high school. Like, you already know from my family, oh my for me, gosh. I was so shocked. <laughs> I was the only person that graduated high school. Also, not next shocked. to my cousin, um, Keith. He was mm. the only person, other person that graduated high school as well. Me and him, we were the first generation to really graduate high school. So it's. In 2010. Yeah. And it's, it's scary to say, but it's the truth. But yeah. I almost threw up when you told me that. All right. Sorry, honey. Yeah, but then, you know, I look, um, I mean, my family isn't full of valedictorians either, um, but definitely closer. <laughs> but no. Um. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. But, uh, <laughs> but education, <laughs> education was a value, at least in my immediate household. Mm-hmm. Like, both of my parents... Uh, graduated from high school and at least attended college. Um, and that was the, you know, the standard and the expectation for my sister and I. Like, mm-hmm. we 
went all the way through school, never held back, never, no major trouble, graduated high school, and we both at least attended college. So, well, my sister's still in school. Shout out to sis. Shout out to Kamari. Kamari was just born, and she can already sponsor the Alan and Tess <laughs> podcast. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the fact that education was over generations became more accessible, the fear and not only the fear, but the urgency to take advantage of what was now available uh, was a point of focus, you know, Mm -hmm. for people growing up and not saying that education is less important now. Mm -hmm. There are just different ways to gain education in areas. Correct. And the best way to me to gain education in certain areas is through experience. Correct. 100%. And Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that all the way. It's almost like how a lot of people that I've met that can speak multiple languages they always state like, oh yeah, I for real, for real, I didn't take a class. Like mm-hmm. I traveled to Japan in order for me to speak Japanese. Bro. Or I traveled to China in order for me to speak Chinese. Or I traveled to Timbuktu in order for me to speak whatever language that they speak. <laughs> um, stop. Moving on. Um, what language do you speak after traveling to Wakanda? African? I don't know. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, am so, I am so nervous. Why are you I'm nervous? so nervous for you, <laughs> Because we can't be talking about education and then you do that to me. You cannot do that. Yes, I can. No, you cannot. Yes, I can. Quit scaring me. No. Anyway, so moving on. So, (laughs) so, uh, no, I say that to say that experience is probably your biggest teaching um, Mm -hmm. method in life. Um, Because I just personally feel like, and this is what frustrates me when it comes to jobs. Because jobs will have this long description, <laughs> yeah. and it will say you would need to have two associate degrees, four a four year bachelor's degree, and a, a graduate's degree. Like you would need to have all these degrees in order for you to be able to even get into the job. When knowing good and well, once you get in, they still have to teach you anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all those degrees, and then they'll hit you with and five years of experience. Yes, that as well. <laughs> like you idiot. <laughs> what happened to the first person I used to have this? Yeah. Did you not teach them? Right. But I mean, like being a hiring manager, I know that's a a tactic just to fear people, get people scared to go away from applying. Yeah, yeah. So shout out to them for that strategy. But come I guess. on. No, come I on. mean, not 100% shout out to them because I still think it's 100% stupid because I'm really good at picking up skill. Like, mm-hmm. if you give me a dope teacher, I am able to execute whatever they give me probably within the next hour or so. Um, but it always frustrates me because it's almost like, okay, I feel like I fit this because of my characteristics and the way that I'm good with organizing, I'm de- detailed-oriented and things of that nature. But then once they talk to me, they feel like I don't have the potential due to the fact of what my resume says. When I just don't feel like a resume should even speak for a person, I feel like the person's ethnic in the way that they work and things of that nature should speak for itself as well. Because you might be getting a good worker. Yeah, you're missing out. And then you're going to hire someone that's going to quit mm-hmm. in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it is expensive to hire people. I yes. tell you that. Mm-hmm. Sweet baby Jesus. Especially hiring full-time people. But speaking of teaching... Since the seasoned folks complain about the younger folks, how about you teach us? Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm waiting for them to respond. Oh, sorry. They ain't saying nothing. Well. Alan and Taz. All right. Alan and Taz. <laughs> but no, this is another part that I definitely, definitely 100% agree with because sometimes seasoned people they don't like to really take the time out to teach us anything because they don't feel like they i personally feel like they don't think that we have i guess the 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 mind width of actually (laughs) (laughs) 
your brain ain't wide enough <laughs> to understand what I'm trying to teach no, you. No, to contain all the information that they might tell us. Shut up. Leave me alone. That is so dope. <laughs> the mind with. We just made up a new word. Um, Just to contain all the information that they... Is that a real try- word? All right. That they try to teach us. And at times I feel like it's an insult because you never know what you know a young person is even capable of because everybody doesn't know absolutely everything in this world. Old people, sorry, seasoned, whatever, <laughs> they don't know everything in this world. Yes, they've had experienced stuff, but they've experienced stuff in their lifetime. They haven't experienced stuff in today's lifetime on what's going on today. So I personally feel like it becomes an insult after a while that you won't take the time out to even try to consider teaching us a little something Mm -hmm. (laughs) in order to, you know, at least prep us, you know, to get us in preparation or to, you know, make our minds start, you know, working to Mm -hmm. try to at least gain or move to something. Right. Yeah. And I just, because I think it all ties back to that first point as they have the misconception of us walking around thinking that we know everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, we come off unteachable, you know, so, um, which I get, but all it takes is a question. Yeah. And either we know it or don't know it, or it could be a two-way street of teaching. Mm. Because if, you know, someone's like, hey, if someone catches us watching Netflix and they're like, well... Why don't you watch that on a VHS tape? Mm-hmm. And so some people, like the, I know definitely the generation after us or younger than us probably doesn't know what a VHS tape is. They've never even touched a VCR. Yeah. You know, so then they're like, well, I don't know what that is. And so that's the teaching moment. Like, well, back in the day... You know, just about 30 years ago, we used to watch movies this way. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, y'all had to go through that? Mm-hmm. Well, now all we have to do is touch a button or tell Siri. Legit. Yeah. Hey, Siri. <laughs> and it'll pop right up. Oh, wait, no. Siri, <laughs> See? <be quiet. laughs> hey, Apple. Sponsor the Allen and Taz podcast. We just mentioned Siri. <laughs> yeah, so, we did. So that, that's worth the... sponsorship i think all right moving on so (laughs) no but is is that's exactly what um you're expressing um i know i think i read a post like not too long ago how millennials is that generation where we're literally smack dab in the middle of where we experience some of the season stuff like vhs dvds and things of that nature Mm -hmm. and now we're in the you know far millennial yes <laughs> to where stuff is at the click of a button pretty much or you could just say everything verbally mm-hmm. so um it's going to be quite interesting for us millennials teaching the next generation about things because the next generation for for real don't know any of the stuff that we just came out of so <laughs> yeah um you, you can go online and look up you know uh you know kids not knowing the 90s or the 2000 videos like you see the little oh yeah you know 12 13 year olds being shown a, a floppy disk and they're like well what is that yeah first of all a little kid that's how i <laughs> had to take my homework to school in the first grade that's what that is you idiot now y'all got, now y'all got chromebooks in the classroom are you no kidding legit me? they do yeah. not that they have ipads now you, you Privileged punks. That's what I call you. I'm talking about we had to go home and press a button that we thought, I thought I was going to fall in the computer for how hard I had to press this button. Oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. We had to turn on, we had to power on the monitor Mm -hmm. and the tower and just sit there and watch it hum at us. Yes. I might turn on today, maybe tomorrow, maybe never. Don't get us talking about the internet. Are you kidding me? Like, first of all, back in our day, well, I don't know about Taz because she wasn't raised right, but for me, wow. 
I'm just speaking for myself. Ew. I'm ew, making it clear. Ew. I'm making it clear. Can Disgusting. You, can you see? And ill. By Zing. Okay. Anyways, so back in my day, when I wanted to get on the internet, my mom had to sit on the computer with me. Now, did that happen with you? No. No, exactly. <laughs> Raised incorrectly. How? How? <laughs> <laughs> you know that ain't right. What is you, not right? What? Did you have dial up? Yes. And your mama didn't sit there with you? My mom was at work. She worked at 7 to 7. She ain't worked all them hours every day. Yes, she did. That's what she told you. No, 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 no. You was at work with her from 7 to 7 one day? No. Okay, so but you don't know. my mom worked them know. hours. Just because she left at 7 and came home at 7 don't oh mean she was God. at work from 7 to 7. She Whatever. probably got some 7. I'm right. The... What? What? I don't want to see that or envision that. Anyways, back to this dollop and not somebody fast. I'm we... right. What? <laughs> what is you're so ignorant. Awesome. I can't say words. Say them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to this dollop and correct parenting. <laughs> My mom, <laughs> when I was younger, we had dollop. She had to sit. She sat there with me on the computer while I surfed the web, mm. and I was just doing Nickelodeon.com. So was I, or Cartoon Network. Yeah, and the it's crazy because when you had to use dial-up, no one could call the house phone. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, a house phone? What? Yeah. What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? A house phone. We thought we were the top notch when we got a caller ID for our house phone. Yes, legit. We was like, ooh, run in the living room and see who it is. <laughs> it's your aunt. And then it got even more fancy when it became a wireless phone. What? (laughs) You can walk away? No cord? (laughs) We had had one of each. So we had a a cordless phone in the living room, and then we had a wired phone in the kitchen. Yeah, so do we. We had the one where it hung on the wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's crazy. But we had they had the long cord on it, so my mom could still cook and be on the phone at the same time. <laughs> make a stuffing, girl. <laughs> Some mashed potatoes. Is that is that how you make stuffing? All, all these with carbs a, with a knife and a fork. Mm-hmm. All right. When you're chopping up the celery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So, say that all to say that we, we experienced the beginning and, and end times of the season yeah. and then the starting of the millennial. Now, like some things, okay, I want to make this clear as well. We were born in the 90s. Yes, right? we, were. we were. born in the 90s. So, if something historic happened in the 90s, you really probably can't even still relate to it. Check this out. I'm glad you're confused. So, it cracks me up when people my age that were born in the 90s talk about how Michael Jordan is the best basketball player. Oh. You were four. <laughs> Accurate. You were, you, if, you were, if you were born the same age or the same uh, year I was, you were seven when Michael Jordan won his last championship. That's the oldest. So it's like, how can you appreciate him? And you were seven. You couldn't even spell basketball. Hmm. You don't know. There's probably geniuses of prodigies. Prodigies. Mm-hmm. Is that how they taught you in Chicago Prodigies. public schools? Sound like that. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so like, like just because we were around it doesn't mean that we can ap- appreciate it. Like, mm-hmm. I remember, I remember my parents had beepers. Oh man, I I remember. It when don't mom had that. I hate when people are age talk about. Ooh, y'all remember beepers? Like you never had one at all. You were six. Not. Idiot. Not at all. And if you had one, shame you on your parents. It. You saw it. 
Yeah. But you did not have it on your waist walking no. home from school. No. <laughs> I remember we used to have to page my dad every day we got home from school. Oh, really? So when we paged him, like, because uh, when you page somebody, first you call their pager number, and then you had to either put in your phone number for them to call you back, or you could leave in, like, a number code to mm-hmm. send them a signal. Mm-hmm. So my dad was always like, when you get home, uh, page me and put in 411 so I know y'all good. Mm-hmm. If y'all need something, put in 911. <laughs> <laughs> put in 911. <laughs> Someone please call 911. Yeah. And I thought it was always weird. When they, uh, when people had pagers and the first cell phones, mm. not not the first cell phones. The first cell phones were suitcases, but like the first flip phone, Motorola all black cell phone. Mm-hmm. And but then they My had, had then they had pagers on top of that. Like I thought, yeah. that, I thought that was hilarious. Like, why why do you need both? Yeah, our first hype phone is the razor. I don't well. That it was that was the hype phone. Dang. Everybody wanted a freaking razor. Everybody. No, no, no. Yes, well, I mean, no, no. I mean, everyone did want a razor, but I think the first hype phone for our generation were the Boost Mobile chirps, the Nextel chirps. Um, they, I mean, they weren't as cute. I mean, I understand. No, they very ugly. <laughs> I understand the hype because everybody did want the chirp thingy mm-hmm. or whatever that you know. Did you ever have a chirp? Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you dogging it? Because I mean, the phone wasn't cute. I really didn't care for it. My, my mom just bought it for me for me to be safe or whatever. Safe from what? I mean, Chicago is violent, babe. I understand. Who are you going to chirp if you're getting beat up? No, if I'm in trouble. Mom, where you at? Chirp, chirp. I'm on my way home. <coughs> Something is happening. I feel like somebody following me. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't get off till 7. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You are so ignorant. Maybe back after seven. Oh my gosh. When the minutes are free. I can't say words, man. Ah! I can't say words. Ah! Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. First of all, Boost Mobile, you can sponsor the Alan and Taz podcast. No, they cannot. So, why can't they? Moving forward. We can use some Nextel chirps. The next part of the segment. Nextel, dang. That's crazy. They sprint bought them. Go ahead. Are you done? Mm-hmm. All right. So the next part is young people not listening mm. and or stepping up. Mm. So I definitely agree with this part too because a lot of us young people, we don't come to the reality that we're the next generation. Mm. Like literally we sit up here and we forget and we still want to joke and play around and, you know, goof off and stuff like that as if we're still teenagers. No, bro. We croaking at 30. Like. What? <laughs> so, like, we literally have to get to the point where. You good? Mm-hmm. You, you, you good with you? Weird notification just came up on my phone. Gotcha. All right. Just very, making sure you're good. Very you weird. You made a face and your head went sideways. Very weird. All right. We'll Moving talk, on. Talk about it off air. Okay. <laughs> Um, but no, but it does get to the point where sometimes I guess that's where the scary part comes in for the seasoned people is that, you know, there's just a lot of people that are our age, myself and Alan at the time right now, we're both 28, (laughs) but his age is going to change. Um, (laughs) but at our age right now, you still have those people that are still acting as if they're 17, 16 (laughs) years old. And it's like, dude. What's going on with your life? Like, you're still bouncing from job to job. You still are, you know, having no vehicle. Nothing going on with your life. Like, what is going on? (laughs) And so, it it comes to a time where it's like, do you need to wake up and get yourself together? Do you want to have your own business? Do you want to make a career out of yourself? Or do you want to make a career in an actual business that's already, you know, established in this world? Branch off even from that business and take whatever you learn from that business and create your own. Like, you have to start thinking about these things and not just going throughout life, just playing around. And I guess that's where the listening and the stepping up comes comes into play. And I just don't think 
majority of those youngins and or millennials are really kind of doing that majority. Let me just say some are doing that as we speak. And I just feel like it's people like myself and Alan who have great leadership skills and great business-oriented skills and things of that nature where we're able to, you know, help give advice to some of those people that kind of, you know, are on a shaky path or are losing their way and stuff like that. That suck. Those are my words exactly. That was Mr. Stowe's, the second. Not his dad. Mr. Stowe, the second. Love you, Dad. Anyways, um. Yep, Dad, you can sponsor this podcast too. Oh my God. I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> I am siding with the elderly on this one. All right. Because just about what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Because there are these young dummies out here that are getting that are just, this is how you turn like I look at some old people and I'm like how are you this old and still this dumb mm-hmm. and then I look at young people that's their age and dumb and I'm like oh you were probably this way too <laughs> because like I've literally had conversations with people in their 20s and they're like oh yeah this is when I'm supposed to mess up I'll get serious about life when I'm 30 like what? you idiot you could die tomorrow exactly. how serious is that you're gonna go to heaven an idiot Oh my god! Ain't, ain't nothing more embarrassing than going to God dumb. Taz, talk to me. What is wrong with you? Hello. I, I can't speak to you. <laughs> Taz, talk to me. I'm just envisioning God like. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go put him in the gate of others. What is that? <laughs> what what Bible aren't you reading? <laughs> the gate of others. The gate of others, and that's what it's named. That's the title of it. And then the smart people, you know, go and chill with him. Okay. And drink wine and stuff. Stop but it's it. really water, but he turned the water into wine. So. I'm about to throw this microphone <laughs> out the window. I'm Oh my god. So baby, you don't know, we probably all drinking water. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> are you just met someone that's negative dumb no i've met I've, you there's plenty of positive dumb people but if dumb had a number line Agree because I guess I know it's just moments like that, it gets me so 
nervous and scared because it's like, especially if those people have kids. Oh my like, gosh. Your child is looking up to you right now and seeing that you How ain't... dumb you are. Oh my god. And you wonder why they get D's in school. Okay. Because you dumb. All right. What? You can't Are even you done? help your kids on your homework. I let you talk. I understand, but you just hit a nerve. <laughs> I get it. Just hit a nerve. I get it. All them dads. Was it here? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Don't touch me there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> um. But no. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> it just makes... Me nervous for when those, you know, those people have children and those children are looking up to the person that's supposed to be leading them by an example. I hear so many times from people and even from myself and Alan, like when we pass away, we want to leave something to our children. We don't want to leave them, you know, with financial, you know, um, burdens and things of that nature. We want to leave them walking into something that they can carry on to their children. Um, and that's the same thing for, you know, other families out here as well. Like, you don't want to pass down no Jordans or no Nikes or whatever the popular shoes is now. Like, you don't want to pass down no, no, uh, what is it, Xboxes and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, what's, what's your child going to do with a fire stick? <laughs> your, you, got, you got a jailbroken fire stick. <laughs> what's your child going to do for, with that? Have groceries for a day? You idiot. <laughs> Oh, right. I want that All right. What? But no. Dumb. I 100% agree. I definitely think that the world will run more smoothly if the season was to actually take time and consideration into actually helping to build this millennial generation. Because for real, for real, y'all are so stuck in y'all ways at times Ooh. that you might end up learning something from us. You better preach to them one time. <laughs> I wish you had an organ and a gay choir director. <laughs> Alan. What? Oh, God. Okay. Um, But no, like, that's the whole thing when it comes to, to me, what point... I can't. I can't look at you. That's what's the one thing that... Um, that points out to me when it comes to seasoned people is that you guys become so stuck in your ways. And you guys sit up here and y'all think in your head that y'all seen it all so y'all know it all mm. and it's like no that's not the case because <laughs> you stopped looking and there's Literally. new stuff that you ain't seen exactly and that's what millennials have mm-hmm. grabbed onto you almost punched me when you just made that point no you, i didn't no me? i didn't i wasn't even near your face my whole chin i wasn't even shifted. near your face my whole chin i wasn't near your face moving on so <laughs> um but yeah and the millennials we can definitely take heed to what um the seasons have to say because yes they have gone through it yes they have gone through a few different business tips that you can actually probably grasp onto because the business world has changed but some of the you know the basis the foundation Mm -hmm. has not changed as much so if you want to at least grab onto that foundation and then run off with it do that at least. Like, I think there's just a lot of give and take that can happen between seasoned <clears throat> and millennials that I think all of us need to consider. I think the biggest thing for both sides of the spectrum is that both generations need to learn how to lay your pride aside. So just like Taz was saying, seasoned folks, Generation X, baby boomers, mm-hmm. and slaves, if you... Quit calling them slaves. I don't know what they call. Alan, don't call them that. Don't call them that. Jim Crows. Sure. That's sure. ruder. I don't know, baby. Don't call them that. What? Don't, don't, don't. Slavery just... Just say before baby boomers. Boomers. Dead people. Wow. What? Wow. Wow. What? Wow. What? Wow. I'm trying. Continue. Talk. Excuse him, y'all. Don't excuse me. Yes, yes. She passed gas. Are you Are you kidding me? What? I did not buy it. <laughs> 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 ow! 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 Wait a minute, I got a point to make. Eeky, eeky. 
and see. I have to use the bathroom. All right. We're going to have to so wrap this up. So for the seasoned folks, Generation X, baby boomers. And slaves. We have to, and for us, millennials and Generation Zers and the who knows what's, we have to lay our pride aside. So it's like Taz. The seasoned people tend to get stuck in their ways. And a great author wrote one time, when you're stuck in your ways, you get stuck in your way. Mm. It's a great author that wrote that. And I don't know who that is, babe. You don't know who it is, babe? Who is it, babe? It's me, babe. I figured, babe. Go ahead and buy What Were You Thinking? The Guide to Becoming a New Thinker <laughs> on TheAllenStow.com. Proud sponsor of the Allen and Taz podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, but yeah, and that goes for, that goes for both sides. Like the n- new generations can't think, you know, that they know everything and all is right, and the older generations can't think that they know all and all is right. It needs to be a perfect blend, a perfect harmony. There is power in unity, not in numbers. All right, because we have a whole bunch of numbers and no unity. We are nothing but what my good friend Burr says, a team of bowlers. Hmm. Did you just look up the generation names? Yes, I did. Is it slaves? Was no, right? babe. I guess uh, before millennials, it's a thing called Xennials, whatever that is. And then it's generational X, and then it's baby boomers, and then the silent generation. So you was... You was correct when you said dead, I guess. <laughs> and then it's just the greatest generation, which That's is debatable. 1910 to 1924. Shout out. And then the... That's when my great-grandparents were born. And then the mm-hmm. interbellum yeah. generation, mm-hmm. 1901 to 1913. And then the lost generation to the generation of 1914, which is 1890 to 1915. How is that overlapping? I have no freaking clue. It's what they did. Um, but after the millennials, it's January Generation Y, Gene Gen- Next. Gen-, Gen Next. Gen Next. What is Gene? Whatever. You know what I meant. Trying to do some fashion shopping. All right. And then you have the I, Gene. Gen. Gen, whatever. Making- Ooh, babe, you make me want to say words I can't say. And then. Well, you clearly ain't saying these Gen- words. All right. And then Gen Z. 1995 to 2012, and then after that, you have the Gen Alpha, which is 2013 to 2025. Hmm. Interesting. Well. Interesting. Yes, yes. So let's work on this generational gap or gaps. Yes. Let's love one another. Let's be cool. Let's set our pride aside. Mm -hmm. And let's always... Listen to the Allen and Taz. Allen and Taz. Allen and Taz. Allen and Taz. Bless you, babe. <laughs> I'm not sneezing. You clearly are. No, I'm not. Allen and Taz. Allen and Taz. What's wrong with your neck? <laughs> What's wrong with your neck? With you your... know I gotta do stuff in order for him to say it right. You just Allen and Taz. You look like you Allen and Taz. You look like you get in a car accident. Oh my every gosh. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Allen and Taz. All right, we're dismissing. Deuces. Bye, bruh, 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 bruh. Why you gotta do that? Because I just show my ratchetness at the end. I think they saw it at the beginning and the middle. That's why I did it in the end. They didn't need any more. They did. I love that task. Bye, bruh.